glad you know that Jesus today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You may be seated. God bless you again this morning. Amen. We're going to get you out of here quickly today because I know there's a lot of activities in your life. About 11 years ago, I think it was, Christmas fell on a Sunday, and uh, we didn't have church. I looked around at my family, and I said, let me tell you all something. This won't ever happen again. Maybe me and Earlene, but we're having church on Christmas Day. And uh, so here's the good part. It don't fall on Sunday again to 2033. Y'all let me know how that goes. Amen. But uh, <clears throat> on Christmas Day we gather. I was reading the Christmas story very early this morning. And uh, I turned first to Matthew. And you know, we hear the story and we, we've all probably read the story of all the things that happen around Christmas Day. Yesterday morning I was, uh, I was awake early and while it was still dark, I was laying in my bed and things were going over in my mind and the Lord dropped a little thought into my, my feeble mind and I thought, wow, I never thought about that before for Christmas. So today I'm just going to give you my little feeble thought and maybe it'll help you. But I was reading this morning, Matthew, his version of what happened during this first Christmas day, this day when Jesus was born, this time when Jesus was born in Bethlehem's manger. And then I, I flipped over. Mark doesn't record it, but Luke does record it. And Luke probably goes into more vivid detail than any other writer about what happened at the birth of Jesus. But let me tell you what he didn't write about. And I didn't realize this till today. He didn't write about wise men. Matthew did, but Luke did not. Luke wrote about shepherds that were on the hill where the angel appeared and, and sang glory to God in the highest peace on earth goodwill toward men. But Matthew recorded something very unique. And I'm going to read a portion of the scripture to you so that you will understand where I'm coming from today. Bible said in the second chapter of Matthew, now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem saying, where is he? that is born king of the Jews. For we have not, for, excuse me, for we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. Everybody say they came to worship him. If I could skip down to verse 9, the Bible said, when they had heard the king, they departed, and lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them. Till it came and stood over where the young child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary and his mother, excuse me, Mary his mother, and fell down 
and worshiped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. I was so glad for the song choice that came to this service on this Christmas morning because I want to talk for just a few minutes today. I will be very brief. Just keep that up, Toby. You're doing so good because I'm not going to be here but a moment. But the song choice was all about worship. Oh, come let us adore him. He is worthy of it all. The song choice that was was given today was all about giving our God glory. But when I woke yesterday morning and, and, and just laying there thinking and that, that thought just came to my mind, here were three guys, wise men the Bible called them. We don't know their names, but obviously they were wise men because when they were nudged by the Spirit, they found their way to worship. They had never seen a miracle. They had never watched the workings of Jesus Christ. It had been 400 years that the heavens had been shut up and God had spoken to nobody. Nobody. They didn't have a prophet in their life as far as a preacher like we know, or a prophet such as John the Baptist because he wasn't born yet. There was no forerunner to them. There was no, no of their day tabernacle or temple worship as we know. But here's what happened. Three wise men found their way toward Bethlehem's manger. And they performed what I call true worship. The Bible said in the, in the New Testament that true worshipers, true worshipers, worship him in spirit and in truth. That's the New Testament age. We believe that when we come before his presence, we ought to worship him in spirit and in truth. Can you say amen? We ought to have the spirit. It ought to be in this church. It has to be in this church. But we ought to have the truth and the truth is the word of God. And the truth is God manifest in us. He said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. Amen? But here's three guys, and it just suddenly dawned on me. They knew nothing about worship as far as we know. They knew, they knew nothing about miracles, signs, wonders. Perhaps they had read and heard of what God had done for Israel and perhaps had been taught. But here's what I do know. There were 400 years of silence between the Old Testament and what happened here. When Malachi signed off, there were 400 years before Matthew picked up the pen and before Jesus appeared on the earth. So they weren't like us. God, as far as they knew, wasn't in the healing business. He, they didn't know anything about about what he would do upon the earth. It was called true worship because they heard about him and when the star appeared, the Lord spoke to them and said, go worship 
the God of heaven said, go worship. And so they came without any reason, without any background, without anything in, in, their, in their past that would say you ought to worship him. Randy walked up to me and said, remember, Pastor, when, and I, didn't, I, I didn't, wasn't going to use this, but he said this to me a few minutes ago when I was laying in the hospital and they said I'd never walk again. They said I'd never be able to do what I'm doing right now. God has been so good to me. Thank you for having church today. I want to tell you something. God's done some good stuff for us. Amen. How many of you in this room today, the Lord has ever healed your body? Has God ever answered a prayer in your life? Is there anybody here that God has performed a miracle? Brother James, God has touched you. He told me the other day since he started this church, I mean, this man was sick, but God has restored his health and helped him through so many things. You know what? The wise men just worshiped him because of who he was. We sing a song, we worship you because of who you are. We worship you because of who you, you know why we sing, oh, come let us adore him? Watch this now. Because in our church, in our services, every Sunday, we have a time that we call praise and worship, right? But let me help you today. Praise is for the things that he's done for you. Praise is because he gave you a good car. He put food on your table. He's healed your kids. He's taken care of your family. He's given you a good job. He's done the things that are in our lives on an everyday. We praise God for that. Can you say amen? But worship is different from praise. You want to talk about true worship? You follow a star to a manger. And you find men that bought frankincense and myrrh and gold. And they laid it down before him. And they offered their gifts to the Lord when they had not been blessed. They had not been preached to. They had never been to a church service. They had never seen a miracle performed. It was 400 years of silence. But now they just come and said, we heard about him. So we come to worship him. The star appeared and said, he's over here. We're going to find him, he who is born king of the Jews. We just simply come to worship. I wonder on this Sunday morning if we never had a prayer answered, if we'd never been to one Sunday service, if we never had a miracle in our life. If we hadn't heard from God in many years, I, I just wonder who would still worship. Sometimes our worship and our, we call it worship, but it's, it's, it's really praise, but it's predicated on what's done for us on an everyday basis. Look, I'm grateful. Every good and perfect gift coming from above, I'm grateful for the things that God has done in my life. But let me just tell you today, if God never does another thing, if you are broke the rest of your life, you don't have a penny in the bank, if you are going through situations and trials and God never hears your prayer again, we still ought to find him and worship. Simply because he's God, because he is the king of the Jews. He is the savior of the world. That's why we sing on Christmas morning, Oh, come let us adore him. Oh, come let us adore him. Oh, come let us adore him. Christ the Lord.
thank you, Lord, for being born in flesh, for coming to this world, for leaving all the glory of heaven and becoming a child that we could see your glory and we could understand you better. And not only that, Lord, you did that so that you could understand us better. And you did that so you could put the weight of the world upon your shoulders and walk one day up Calvary's hill to a cross. You did that with purpose in mind. But today, Lord, we're forgetting about all you've done for us right now. We don't praise you right now. We worship you. And our worship is because of who you are. We give you glory. Because of who you are, we give you praise. Because of who you are, come let us adore him this morning. I'm telling you, wise men, I've heard it all my life. Wise men still worship, and wise men do still worship. Wise men still kneel before him. Wise men still give him their very best. Wise men still lay things on the altar and say, we love you, Lord, because you're Lord. So I'm here to tell you on this Sunday morning, in spite of, in spite of, all that he's done, he's still God. Did you hear me? He's still God. He was God in that manger. He was God in that stable. He was God wrapped up in clothes. He was God. And wise men knew that. I wonder who's wise enough to worship him and regardless of all the things. Look, there's not a one of us that don't have trouble in this life. Not a one of us. Everybody here has trouble. Can you say amen? My kids were laughing at me this week. Not only has it been cold, I know it probably wasn't cold at your house. I was trying to make sure everything didn't freeze up. Right in the middle of all of it, Crystal gets the blender out and the blender won't work. She goes to the, I think she tore it all up. She goes to the coffee pot and the coffee pot quit. Everything I laid my hands on this week was tore up. I spent all day one day just fixing stuff. Nobody here has to deal with nothing like that, I know. But you know what? That's just life. We all have troubles. We all go through sickness. We all have pain in our life. Woke yesterday morning to a very desperate situation, just, just pain, just pain. And I thank God that I know him because he carries me through all that. But if he, if he never answers another prayer, if he never performs another miracle in my life, if he never shows up on the scene, I want to be wise enough to just follow his star and kneel at his feet because he is still God. Wise men will always worship him. Would you stand? That's my message to you on Sunday morning. True worship is when God don't do anything but just remains as God and we remain and worship to him. I know that's not much and that was very simple. 
I understand that. But my mind went to whirling yesterday morning. These guys, they hadn't been to 6680 Frontage Road. They, they hadn't seen Jesus heal the sick and raise the dead and open the blind eyes. They hadn't seen any of that. They hadn't heard John the Baptist. They hadn't heard Paul and Peter and James and John. They hadn't heard the gospel. You know what they knew? They just knew he was Lord. He was king of the Jews. He said, take us to him that is born king of the Jews. You know what true worship is? It's worshiping in spite of everything. It's worshiping when God shuts up the heavens for 400 years of silence and yet they showed up to worship him. Does anybody want to worship him as king today on this Sunday morning? Does anybody feel like giving God praise here today? Oh, come, let us adore him.